Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, sports development, including NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and of course, the latest fighting news in all combat sports. You can even get going on next season's early NFL futures. Head to the website, use your mobile device, sign up today, receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV. That's believe. And you get the bonus and get into action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you so much, Bet Online, for bringing the podcast to the people. Oh, good morning. Oh, sorry. Magnolia, you're awake? Yeah. What are you going to do now? Uh, eat Magic Spoon, obviously. It's the best. See? Magic Spoon is, in fact, the best. My eight year old daughter loves it. I love it. My wife loves it. Not just because it tastes as good, if not better, than your favorite childhood cereals, but. It has 13 or 14 grams of protein and only four net carbs in each serving with only 140 calories in a serving. Come on, you got to be kidding me. Now, I know what you're thinking. It's probably just a bunch of junk with protein powder added. No, 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 no. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. Amazing flavors. We love everyone. What's your favorite flavor? Okay. (laughs) Go to magicspoon.com slash Mikey, grab a custom bundle of cereal, try it today, and be sure to use our promo code Mikey at checkout. Save $5 off your order. Thank you so much, Magic Spoon. Thank you so much, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. It's so good! I think that's White Walker. Hey, buddy. I'm just doing a little podcast. Talking to my guinea fowl. Hey everyone, welcome to Mikey Likes You, the greatest health and fitness podcast on the planet. I am Mike Cathwood, your host. I'm the Mikey who likes, and you're you who is liked. I'm glad we got that covered. I have to do an outdoor podcast, not just because it's so nice out here. It's it's impossibly hot here in Texas. But uh, I have to keep my eye out for coyotes because it's been a real bad trend this last like week or so where they've gotten into the property and they've eaten the fuck out of my birds. And I hate them so much. And I want to kill them so bad that I'm just spending all my time outdoors waiting. Waiting for those pansies to come in. Make no mistake too, they are, coyotes are, are, are bitches. Like they are fucking assholes because they only attack like in packs and they, uh, they only attack like defenseless small animals. Like coyotes ain't coming on the property to fight my big dog. No, it's always a guinea fowl, chickens, bastards, man. I hate them. Well, I'm going to be ready now. Doing my podcast outdoors. It's actually kind of nice, right? Uh, I want to talk to you today about the top five reasons why I think you're not getting the results you want to get. I have a pretty good sample group to draw from, from the thousands of fucking people who talk to me in my personal life. 
And then all of my top tier clients and then all of pretty much all my patrons at my Patreon, by the way, go ahead, head over there right now. I'll put up a link. I have all different tiers of different levels of help. There's training programs. There's nutrition information. There is habit forming information. And then there's also the top tier, which I can then work with you personally. I'm like yours at your disposal. And it tends to work out really well. If you put in the work, um, check in, you're accountable, and like you try to help me help you, then it, it tends to go really, really well. And I enjoy doing it. So check it out. So anyway, if I look at my Patreon and I, and I, and I judge by the consistent kind of reasons why I see people falling short, I've, I've distilled that down into these top five reasons. And I want to give them to you because I always want to look for ways to... I guess make it apparent to you that it is a lot more simple. It's not easy, but it's a lot more simple than you think it is. You know, there's, a, there's about three or four major tenets that you got to watch out for. And if you do, and you do it consistently, things are going to go well. All right, so let's go right to it. All right. Numero uno, you eat too much. And... Uh, there's no reason to like get into more detail. There's a lot of factors, but for most, for most part, people eat too much. America, if you're an American or a Mexican and I mean from Mexico, uh, you know, there's a handful of other countries. Chances are you eat too much. Our portion, ideas of portion and the food, the palatability of a lot of the food that we have access to, and then we're also really, really busy. So we end up, we just eat way too fucking much. People eat way too much. Also, when you get into the world of people who want to be jacked, those people eat too much. So there's a lot of factors going in. And stress levels have never been higher, probably. Maybe maybe like the Great Depression. Uh, But in the Great Depression... And maybe in the months after 9-11, you know, there's obviously Vietnam War. There were times, the 70s seemed pretty fucked up. <laughs> um, but um, there were times of, of great stress. But uh, right now, there, it's a time of great stress, you know, with the economy being what it is, with uh, the kind of civil unrest that seems to be going around, with us dealing with COVID on a psychiatric level, on an emotional level, on a physical level. People are stressed out. That makes you eat more. Cortisol is a bad, bad, bad man. So there's a lot of factors. But in general, people just, they also, you have, uh, if you want to lose weight, if you want to lose body fat especially, you got to kind of know how much you're eating. And you know, I know what you're thinking. I can eyeball it. Or I have a pretty good idea of what I'm eating. No, you don't. No, you don't. I don't think people need to track food forever. I don't think it's really a healthy thing long-term. But if you're not tracking your food or you haven't ever tracked your food, you have no idea how much you're eating. And I can bet you dollars to donuts you're eating too much. Uh, And that's that's a huge, huge factor for most people. You'd be shocked if you weighed out all your food, didn't eat out, didn't eat at restaurants, didn't eat any fast food, didn't eat any convenience food, didn't have any of the fucking donuts at the office. If you just were to prepare your own food for like 10 days, weigh it all out raw, 
including all the oils you cook with, all the sauces you use, every little, and then we're to track it. And by the way, nowadays it's much easier than it ever was because I used to have to do it when I was into bodybuilding in like the early 2000s. I had to walk around with a little book of all the macronutrients and calories and I had to sit there with the chicken breast, six ounces, and then I waited, I was like, uh, and then I'd write it down in a notebook and do the math myself, and I'm a public school guy, and I barely graduated high school. It was not easy. Now you have my fitness pal and carbon and all these great apps. It's easy. You plug it in, done. So anyway, you do that. You track it. You really are accurate. You're really, really kind of uh, fastidious with it and, 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 and focused, and you get meticulous about really tracking all that you intake. You'd be fucking shocked. All you girls out there who think you're eating 1,600 calories, you're eating 3,000. Young men, especially, and especially if you party, if you're in your 20s and you're like, oh, well, I go up with my buddies on the weekend. Uh, I had 11 cocktails. Uh, but people, there's a lot of factors. We all eat too much. And if you're trying to bulk up, you're eating too much probably because you think you're going to like take in 5,000 calories and you're going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime in a couple months and you're not. You're just going to be a lot fatter. And then you go through this vicious cycle. It's like, well, now I'm this big fat fuck. Uh, so don't eat too much. Really find the, the a successful and appropriate calorie set point for yourself. Stick to it. There are equations out there. I, I just I, With everybody's different ages, genders, uh, activity levels, training histories, it's so hard to use any kind of equation. And some of them are very good, but there's still a margin of error. The, the only way to really get it is to kind of find something that seems reasonable, you know, to start with like 13 calories per pound of body weight and stick to it and really track it and, and commit to it for a good 10 to 14 days and see if you lose five pounds in a week, it's way too low. If you stay the same, you, you nailed it. If you gain weight, obviously it's too high. And then from there, look at your goal and then go with 300 calories. If your goal is to lose body fat, take 300 calories. Let's say you, you nailed it. You tracked it and you hit it. And for, for two weeks, you ate that way and you tracked it completely and you stayed at that exact calorie level and you didn't lose any weight. Subtract 300 calories and start there. That is your body fat loss kind of level. If you want to bulk up, add 300 pounds. Okay? But by and large, if you're just eyeballing it, and if you write to me and you say, I eat clean. I've been dieting. Dot, dot, dot. But I just can't seem to lose any body fat. Well, let tip number one, reason number one is what's getting in your way. You're eating too much. Another factor is, is that so many people are into kind of um, reduction diets, whether it be reducing meat, you know, if you're a plant-based, uh, meat and dairy. If you're into carnivore and it's like take out all vegetables, uh, keto is like just don't eat any carbs. And then paleo, don't eat any grains and don't eat any blah, blah, blah. Here's the problem. Those things work for one reason and one reason alone, is that typically they get you to eat less food. There's nothing magic about any of them. Because I can tell you right now, you could be the biggest carnivore proponent in the world, 
And if you're 175 pounds, five foot three, and a female, and you eat 3,000 calories of nothing but ribeye, you're still gonna be fat. You're still gonna be overweight. You're never gonna lose any weight. And if you're a guy, and you're 220 pounds in my height, you know, 5'10", and you wanna get down weight, and you're like, I'm gonna go strict carnivore. That's great. But the only advantage to going strict carnivore is that typically it gets you to eat less food. Because seed oils and vegetables and carbs and fat and meat and dairy, they are not what makes people fat. And I'm sorry to plant-based, I'm sorry to keto, I'm sorry to carnivore, I'm sorry to anyone out there. The reality is, is that what makes people fat is eating too much food. And it doesn't matter if you cut your carbs, it doesn't matter if you cut your fat, it doesn't matter if you cut out grains, it doesn't matter if you cut out blah, blah, blah. Fill in the blah. What those diets do do, I said do do, what all those diets help you achieve is eating less. If you cut out all seed oils, you don't eat anything that has any seed oils in it, that means you can't eat any processed bread products, any crackers, cookies, any of that shit. And by virtue of that, you're gonna probably eat less calories. If you eat exclusively meat for three months, six months, whatever, you know. And I'm not shitting on carnivore. I'm not shitting on paleo or, or plant-based. What I'm telling you is that go ahead, eat nothing but meat for three months. You're just, it's really hard to overeat that shit after a while. Because <laughs> you're like, your palate adjusts and it's just not, not as overall enthralling as a Twinkie or as a tortilla or as a bagel. That stuff is all really easy to overeat. Okay? And I, I'm not trying to narrow down and pick on vegans or plant-based, but I see it the most commonly with this because I came in that, especially in that era, like late 90s, early 2000s, all the dudes in the punk rock and hardcore scene and metal scene, they were all about vegan. Like they were doing, and, and, they would all, they were all kind of dicks about it and they were like super aggressive about plant-based and they were all had man tits and shit. You know, except for Harley from the Cro-Mags. Um, and they, they were all kind of pudgy. I'm like, I, just because you cut out meat and dairy doesn't mean things are going to work out. You had 5,000 calories yesterday of chips and salsa and tofuti cuties. And again, I, I, I see the same shit with keto. I see so many people who are like, oh, I've been strict keto, but I just, I seem to hit a wall. I was like, well, I just watched you drink a carton of whole cream, <laughs> you know? So don't get tricked into, well, for whatever reason, don't get led down this, the path of eating too much. Most people eat too much. Sorry, I had to reset. Reason number two, you train too much. It's true. People think because people typically eat too much, see, Tip number one, reason number one, you, then you train too much. If you're training properly, there's no reason you should be training more than three times a week. Some people with extreme levels of training history and recovery ability, look, you can push it to four. But reality is real intensity, real proper training, 45 minutes to an hour, three, maybe four times a week. And you know, I don't want to see you suffering from fuck-around-itis, to quote my friend Martin Burkan. If you're in there in the gym looking at your phone, kind of doing 
exciting things that aren't necessarily all that beneficial, there's no one else to blame but yourself. And you can get away with training like that a whole lot. So keep a workout journal. If I see you at the gym and I'm like, hey, well, uh, how much did you deadlift last week? I don't know. Unless you're just loading plates on a bar willy-nilly and coming in here and making them go from point A to point B. Yeah, I guess, in essence. That's not training. Training needs to be that focused. Training needs to have a certain level of intensity because what training is, is it's a stimulus, okay? It's, you're seeking a specific stimuli in order to elicit the specific response coming from that stimuli. So make it intense, make it focused, make it count. Make it better than last time. Have that training log, put your phone away. Don't worry about things that don't matter. Harness your intensity, harness all your focus into getting as much out of that workout as you can, okay? So we talked about how training in this reason number two is a specific stimuli. Let's go to reason number three. Reason number three, you're not sleeping enough. Training elicits that response because it is a stimuli. It doesn't give the appropriate kind of compensation if you don't allow it to with enough recovery. I love Lucy. And I don't mean, you know, the sitcom Lucille Ball. No, no, no. I'm talking about Lucy nicotine products, okay? The capsule nicotine pouches, the lozenges, the gum. Everything about Lucy is fantastic. You know why? Because everyone has this misguided look and and feel and and this unnecessary stigma around nicotine because nicotine itself is actually a beautiful drug it's just usually how you get it can be kind of yucky no smoking chewing tobacco uh vaping no no no. lucy takes care of all of that they have the lucy nicotine capsule pouches a flavor ball inside each pouch that you can crush for an extra burst of flavor Lucy nicotine capsule pouches include coconut oil to provide a soft, fluffy texture that enhances the flavor and it doesn't dry out your mouth. They come in a very good clinical 4 or 8 milligram dose and three exclusive and delicious flavors, spearmint, mango, and cool cider. I could tell you myself, all of them are delicious. Mikey likes you listeners. Go to lucy.co, use promo code Mikey, get 20% off your order of Lucy nicotine capsules, pouches, or any other Lucy products. That's lucy.co, use promo code M-I-K-E-Y, that's Mikey, at checkout. And I have to let you know that this product contains non-tobacco nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co, be sure to use that promo code Mikey. Hey, fellas. Have you had an incident or an ongoing process of not being able to perform in the bedroom the way that you would like? It, it is unbelievably common, and you should do something about it because no one you, – you don't deserve to feel like that. You should feel at uh, the top of your game when you're performing in the bedroom, and I think it's a darn shame. That if you do encounter something like this, then you got to go wait in line at a pharmacy, which is super embarrassing. And then you go up to the counter and have to ask for that prescription and you have to wait and talk to a doctor and then have that prescription filled. All of this is incredibly awkward because you know what we're dealing with. Well, Blue Chew makes sure that you don't have to deal with any of that. You just get the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable tablet and it's at a fraction of the cost. 
no embarrassing moments. All you got to do is sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. So if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it comes time to perform, Blue Chew can definitely help. And I got a special for you. Listen up. Try Blue Chew free. That's right, free. When you use the promo code Mikey at checkout, just pay $5 of shipping. That's BlueChew.com. Use the promo code Mikey. Receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank you, Blue Chew, for sponsoring this podcast. And sleep is such a big factor to your recovery that I can't overstate it. It's really where your body, on a cellular level, does all its recovery. And I've been victim of it myself. I'm guilty. I was like, hey, I trained like an animal today and I ate nothing but fucking egg whites so I can stay up till three in the morning and watch Netflix. No, it's not true. There is a scale there with your output and your recovery and they have to be balanced. And if one's going up, you can't allow the other one to go down. You have to increase it. That's what, uh, you know, the big misconception with steroids is, is that, you know, anabolic and androgenic compounds... You don't put them in the body and then they automatically make you grow. I mean, to a, to a small extent, your, your protein synthesis will be increased, your metabolic factors, you know, slightly. But it won't make, it'd be, it would make a marginal difference in a vacuum if you were to just inject yourself and see what happens. It's really about how it increases your recovery. And that's why steroids and performance-enhancing drugs are so, so popular in the world of mixed martial arts. It's because these athletes have to train so hard, so long in order to work their grappling, in order to work their wrestling on the, you know, takedowns, takedown defense, fighting up against cage, fighting on the ground, striking, striking techniques, measuring distance. Then you factor in strength and conditioning. They can really benefit from the ability to recover quicker and more effectively so that they can train more. And that's why professional bodybuilders and a lot of the Hollywood stars that you see will put up their programs and that they're training six days a week, two days a week, or excuse me, two times a day, six days a week. And you're saying, well, if I want those results, I'm going to do that too. No, well, you got to understand these are enhanced people. Natural physique athletes do not train like that. I just talked to my friend, Mike Safi. He's one of, if not the greatest natural bodybuilders on the planet. And he'll tell you, when he's preparing to go on stage, he's, he's training four days a week. You know, maybe there's some added movement here and there, recovery pace stuff. But in general, you have to understand that the, your recovery is what it is, unless you're an enhanced athlete, which a lot of you aren't. So take that in consideration. Step number three and reason number three is a big one. You're not sleeping enough. Put a priority, put a priority on your sleep that's equivalent to the priority that you put on your training. All right? Step, or excuse me, reason number four. You're afraid to go heavy. I know that all the dudes watching this are going, oh, this is just for the chicks. Yeah, I'm not afraid to go. You probably are. Now, my heavy is not your heavy, and my heavy is not half force heavy. It's all relative. 
but your heavy has, you can't be afraid to really get underneath the weight and do, do nasty stuff. The great Ronnie Coleman said it. Everybody want to be a bodybuilder, but nobody want to lift no heavy ass weights. Obviously, you don't want to compromise your safety. And I hate how a lot of modern trainers, they put the onus on people where they're like, they, they, they need to learn how to deadlift and squat properly. It's, it's not on me. Uh, well, that's, that's kind of passing the buck. It is. If you work with me on Patreon, and I encourage you to, again, link will be in the show notes. I do. I think it's my responsibility to make sure that you're properly executing all these compound exercises so that there is a level of safety when you do go heavy, but you have to go heavy. And if you can't go heavy with good form, then, you, then don't go that heavy. But the bottom line is, is that as you age, and for females of any age, your lack of fast twitch muscle is what's going to be holding you back. In a broad scale, it's pretty much what's holding people back. Men are given a certain level of fast twitch muscle, and a lot of that's genetic. Some people are gifted with a ton. But as we age, it declines. And then females automatically have, uh, have a bit less. And there's only two things you can do to combat declining fast twitch muscle. Go heavy, go fast. You can do your sprints. You can do your things. You can go fast. That's probably just as unsafe, if not more unsafe, than going heavy. But you got to go heavy. And I know a lot of people are going to say, look, from a purely scientific standpoint, if we're looking at the most efficient and effective way to gain muscle, I'm talking about you're not even concerned with body fat levels. You just want to get jacked. Uh, 12 to 20 rep range is, you know, when we're talking about lower body, up to 20 reps is actually better. But the problem is, is that people hear that and then they use weights that they can do 50 fucking reps with and they just stop at 15. The weight has to be heavy. You're not going to get bulky. You're not going to look like a monster. All you're doing is holding back your ability to get the results that you want because you're afraid to get underneath heavy weights. Do it. Challenge yourself. Have strength blocks implemented. All right? So don't be afraid to go heavy. And, and finally, here is reason number five. You're making it a chore. Quit making it a chore. I'll tell you, with everything in life, not just training and nutrition, with everything in life, a lot of it isn't the things that you do, it's the energy that you put into them. The energy surrounding the things that you do is equally, if not more important than the actual things that you do. And as soon as you can quit looking at the gym as, a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as punishment, as something like, hey, I don't want to do this, but I am because I'm disciplined and I have willpower. That's not how you look at it. It's a gift. You're giving back to yourself, to your ability to hold yourself accountable, to develop resiliency, strength, and frankly, look from a, to develop a body that you're proud of. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. I agree. There's nothing wrong with that. And frankly, it may be uncomfortable. In fact, it most of the time should be. Learn to love it. Hey, I, oh God, I'm going to work and my, my coworkers got that fresh Subway sub and that thing that they call bread that's fresh baked. It's not really bread. It smells fantastic. And oh, God damn it, I have to eat these vegetables and, and uh, gr lean ground beef. 
but I'm going to do it because I'm disciplined. And no, you can't look at it that way. You're giving yourself something nourishing that you like. You don't have to eat food that you hate. It's a misconception. Don't torture yourself. Find foods that you enjoy eating that are nourishing to your body, that are going to help you achieve your goal. And have a smile on your face and a good positive energy around it because you're willingly doing this for yourself. I'm telling you, it sounds hippy-dippy, it sounds cheesy. Change the energy around what you're doing. This has nothing technically to do with the X's and O's of sets and reps and the amount of macros. This is about change your mind frame around it. Quit looking at it as punishment. Quit looking at it as a chore. Man, it helps a lot. All right, thank you to Bet Online and all the other sponsors who are personally responsible for making this happen. Thank you so much to my Patreons who are equally as responsible for making this show happen. Again, check out my Patreon if you're interested in some further uh, help. And remember, in this crazy mixed-up world that makes you think that nobody cares, I do. Be good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.